Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. This is your Times Daily World Briefing on Sunday the 16th of January. I'm Christian Smith. And I'm Laura Cook. Tonga is largely cut off from the world as an underwater eruption causes tsunamis across the Pacific. Anything that may be required that Tonga seeks from us in terms of assistance, we are ready to provide as required. And it's game set and match for Novak Djokovic as the tennis superstar is to be deported from Australia. Around 71% of Australians felt that Djokovic should be deported. Times of London Daily World Briefing. We begin in the South Pacific, where an underwater volcano off Tonga's coast erupted on Saturday, triggering tsunamis across the Pacific. Relatives around the world are anxiously waiting for news from the island nation, as it remains largely uncontactable, meaning casualties are currently unknown. Extraordinary satellite images showed the volcano exploding like a nuclear bomb, as sonic booms were heard as far away as Alaska and New Zealand. Footage on social media is emerging, however, showing waves flooding coastal homes in Tonga, while the capital Nukualofa is covered in volcanic ash. Multiple countries issued tsunami warnings following the eruption, from the Canadian Pacific coast to Australia. Meanwhile, New Zealand Prime Minister Jacinda Ardern said that she was working with Australian Prime Minister Scott Morrison to coordinate support. Anything that may be required that Tonga seeks from us in terms of assistance, we are ready to provide as required. But at the moment, very much working to establish what's needed. A clear indication that has come from Tonga is the need for water. The ash cloud has, as you can imagine, caused contamination. That's on top of already a challenging environment in terms of water uh, supply. And so that's what the Defence Force are very focused on. Japanese public broadcaster NHK said that no damage or casualties had been reported, but Japan did issue the country's first tsunami warning in five years. Historical and social volcanologist Dr Jasmine Scarlett told Times Radio that the warnings may have been too late for Tonga. These tsunami waves can arrive so quickly, so it's really hard to tell whether those warning systems in place actually provided those vital seconds or minutes um, needed. The shores of several Peruvian cities were also flooded, with water reaching up to residents' knees. 
A resident of Peru recalls the incident, saying that the first waves weren't noticed, but as each new wave came in, the water became higher and higher. He may be king of the tennis court, but the umpires have decided against Novak Djokovic in the court of law in Australia. A fortnight of drama that has hooked the world appears to be over, as the men's world tennis number one looks set to be deported after a court in Australia unanimously ruled against him. It is no part of the function of the court to decide upon the merits or wisdom of the decision. The orders of the court are, one, the amended application be dismissed with costs, such costs to be agreed or failing agreement assessed, two, reasons to be published at a later date. Australia's Immigration Minister Alex Hawke revoked the 20 times Grand Slam winner's visa on Friday over concerns that he may excite anti-vax sentiment. Appealing on Sunday, Djokovic's lawyers claimed that Hawke's decision was invalid and illogical, but the court ruled that the tennis superstar had no grounds to dispute the deportation order. Abdul Rizvi, former Deputy Secretary of the Australian Department of Immigration, explained the decision to Times Radio. This was judicial review, not merits review. The Chief Justice said the court's decision does not in any way reflect the merits or the wisdom of cancelling Mr Djokovic's visa. If it had been merits review, this could have been a very different outcome. Djokovic is unvaccinated and the issue has caused backlash in Australia, which has seen some of the world's strictest COVID restrictions throughout the pandemic. TalkSport's Lisa O'Sullivan told Times Radio that public mood in Australia was against him. The general mood in the country wasn't to support him staying and playing, even though He's just such a great performer at the Australian Open. He's won 21 matches on the bounce. He's a nine-time champion. And should he have played through and won again, he would have become the greatest male player of all time by winning 21 Grand Slams. But that's on hold. And this is the tournament that he is most likely to win. In a statement, Djokovic has said that he's extremely disappointed but accepts the decision. But Maya Jordan of the Serbian Council of Great Britain told Times Radio there'll be angry reaction in Serbia. Uh, Serbs, as you probably heard, uh, are really supporting Novak Djokovic and uh, uh, not just as a tennis player, he's really valued as a uh, person who is down to the ground and who is uh, 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 helping uh, uh, people in need and, and not, not just really as a tennis player. On the way, Prince Andrew is accused of victim-blaming as he prepares for his court battle. And Rebel Wilson gears up to host the BAFTAs. Times of London Daily World Briefing To the United States now, where four hostages are safe and a gunman is dead after a weekly Shabbat service at a local synagogue in small-town Texas was dramatically interrupted on Saturday. Jeannie Wolfe is a reporter in the US and told Times Radio what those watching the service's live stream in Colleyville saw. The people watching heard somebody entering the synagogue and screaming out, 
ranting and raving about how he was going to kill people and he was going to die himself. And that's when we knew that four people had been taken hostage in the temple. So the entire day, for more than 11 hours, they were dealing with this guy. An elite FBI hostage rescue team was flown from Washington, D.C. and later stormed the synagogue. Police are believed to know the identity of the gunman, but have yet to name him. The hostage taker was heard on the live stream ranting and demanding the release of a Pakistani neuroscientist and Al-Qaeda sympathizer who was serving an 86-year prison sentence for shooting at US soldiers. Staying in the United States and the civil case trial where it's believed that Prince Andrew's lawyers are seeking the testimonies of his accuser, Virginia Giffre's psychiatrist and husband. This tactic has prompted the royal to be accused of victim-blaming as his defence looks to question Giffre's memory, a result of other traumas. Dr Charlotte Proudman is a barrister and expert in violence against women and a fellow at Queen's College, Cambridge. She told Times Radio this tactic has devastating effects on victims. I've seen it myself with women and girls that I represent and then it's put to them that they're lying, they're misremembering things or they're you know, making these accusations because of the trauma they might have suffered in relation to a different incident. Yeah. And they've described that to me to be you know, akin to gaslighting. She went on to say it may also backfire for the prince as some judges don't respond well to the tactic. It's a really unpleasant and distasteful and abusive tactic and they can look at that and it can undermine actually the accused credibility in attempting to go this low. The Times Daily World Briefing. Sport. And now with the sport, here's Tom Clayton. The Cincinnati Bengals have won an NFL playoff game for the first time in more than 30 years. They beat the Las Vegas Raiders to move on to next week's divisional rounds. The Bengals will be joined in the divisional by the Buffalo Bills, who thrashed their AFC East rivals, the New England Patriots. The Bills played the NFL's first ever perfect game on offense, with all seven of their drives ending in touchdowns, giving up no punts, fumbles, interceptions or field goals until the final kneel downs. Just three weeks before the start of the Winter Olympics, Beijing has confirmed its first locally transmitted case of the Omicron variant of COVID-19. Chinese officials are attempting to curb cases ahead of the Games, which organisers claim will be much stricter on restrictions than last year's Summer Games in Tokyo. And in light of the saga surrounding Novak Djokovic's visa in Australia, fellow Serbian player Miomir Kecmanovic will face a lucky loser in the first round on Monday. Kecmanovic was due to face Djokovic late on Monday evening in Melbourne at the Australian Open. Meanwhile, the women's top seed Ashley Barty will face Ukraine's Lesia Sharenko on Monday evening. The Times Daily World Briefing. Entertainment. Rebel Wilson has been named as the host of 2022's BAFTA Film Awards, taking over after last year's sparsely attended and mostly virtual ceremony. The Aussie actress said that she was honoured to be hosting, but joked that audiences shouldn't expect much, saying, I know I'm not going to be funny because I'm no longer fat, a reference to her recent weight loss. But stars have a tough decision ahead, as thanks to COVID-19 postponements, the BAFTAs are set to take place on the same day as Hollywood's Critic Choice Awards. And finally, Dancing on Ice took on a whole new meaning in Sydney Harbour this weekend. Suspended 66 feet above the harbour, a performer danced for eight hours on a nearly £6,000 iceberg on Saturday. 
Part of the 2022 Sydney Festival, spectators watched from the iconic Sydney Opera House as the block slowly melted in the hot Australian summer. The performance, called Thor, was brought to life by Australian physical theatre company Legs on the Wall and was designed to bring into view the climate emergency. And that's your Times Daily World Briefing for Sunday the 16th of January. This podcast from The Times is brought to you in partnership with Google Podcasts. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.